Welcome to the High Hopes Initiative Podcast. Here's your host, Ian Roth. Hey, everybody, how's it going? Ian from the High Hopes Initiative Podcast. What do you think about the new intro music and kind of theme song? I think I actually like it a lot better than the previous one, so I'm going to stick with it for a couple episodes. Please let me know what you guys think about it. I uh, would love to hear your your feedback and input. There's also one more potential candidate for a theme song, but I would uh, like to hear what you guys think, at least from the first song to this one. I think it's I think it's a lot better, but either way, we'd love it if you let me know. Um, so anyway, you might see the kind of odd sequence episode number on this podcast. That is because from now until the rest of the year, I'm getting away from the twice-monthly schedule that I've been doing, and I'm going to be doing a once-a-week episode release. So, yeah, it's, uh, you know, once a week, it's kind of the standard podcast publishing schedule, and I don't think that I can do it, like, year-round, but I'm going to make one final push in 2019 and finish the year strong, so off December will be a once-a-week podcast publication. So, uh, yeah, super pumped about it and hope uh, it gets the word out there a little bit more about what I'm doing and what the High Hopes Initiative is all about, really taking yourself to the next level, climbing your your personal ladder and and achieving, setting and achieving goals to make yourself a better person and then ultimately making those people around you better people. So just kind of going back over the most popular episodes that I've done so far with the podcast. The uh, most popular episode to date actually is episode number four, published back in July, on July 15th of this year, so like very at the beginning, um, and it is the most most listened to episode by a decent amount, so I, episode four, if you haven't listened to it, please go back and, and do so, but it was about my healthy living journey, and I just kind of wanted to give an update on that and, um, you know, just kind of tell you where I am and, and how the journey has progressed since then. You know, it's six months later, almost six months later. And, uh, you know, a lot of people when they diet, they go hard at it and they live a healthy lifestyle for a very short amount of time. And then they kind of fizzle out and go back to their old habits and, you know, back to their old lifestyle and end up gaining any weight that they lost back and get out of shape if they even got in shape in the first place. So I think this episode is going to be extremely important and pertinent since many of us listening out there will do the whole new year, new me thing where January 1st hits and it's all about getting into shape and being healthy. And then about two weeks later into January, everybody just gives up. And that gym membership that you got at the beginning of the year is just a waste of money and all those healthy foods in your refrigerator are spoiling and you end up throwing them out. So again, this will just be an update as to where I am on my healthy living journey. And yeah, I hope uh, hope you enjoy it. So if you remember back in episode four, kind of went over the um, the steps that led me to where I was. So just a real quick recap got back from Afghanistan in on March 1st of 2019 and that whole time I was away my wife Bethany did a was just absolutely crushing it um, <clears throat> as far as getting in shape and the method that that she was using was counting macros so if you ever never heard of that I encourage you to just do a quick google it'll probably explain it a lot better than I can 
But the bottom line for counting macros, you count three macronutrients, your protein, your fat, and your total carbohydrates. And then you stay within a calorie threshold, um, you know, ultimately. So calories are the number one thing that you want to stay within according to your your gender, starting weight, uh, you know, what you're looking to do. And then you want to hit your protein goal for the day in grams and then carbs and fats. So she counted her macros for about the whole nine months I was gone. And when I came back, I basically had a whole new woman. I mean, she was like probably she was in the best shape of her life that I'd ever known her to be in. And, you know, she's always been in shape in the first place. So that is saying something. Um, but, you know, I, I asked her, you know, what what it was about. And she was kind of breaking it down for me that you have to weigh your food and and put it on a food scale. And, you know, it's like, who, who has time to do that? I don't have time to do that. Weighing out every meal, it sounds like it's going to take more time than it's worth. But um, no, it really doesn't. You get really good at it, and and you do that. So I did that. Here we are almost six months later, and I'm down to, I think I'm down to about, from the last episode, 10 additional pounds. And this is the weight I want to stay at, the weight it's comfortable for me and extremely happy to be at. But um, so I'm here to tell you something that is not a fad diet. If you want to do macro counting and be serious about it, you can you can stay, you can keep your your fitness goals, you can you can stay at your weight that you want to be at. And it does take some discipline to do. And it is a little bit overwhelming at first weighing your food. But once you do it a couple times, it's like second nature, really. Like I don't even think about it anymore. It's actually really easy and I I I can't imagine not weighing my food. So um, I encourage you to check it out. Just do some Googling. There's a couple macro coaches out there who have their whole lives around this. So reach out to one of them. If you have some basic questions, would love if you asked me about it, but, um, yeah, macro counting and, uh, you know, here we are with the healthy, you know, with the nutrition and, and the healthy diet that I've been on for the last five months or so. I've also been doing resistance training, so weight training and, you know, I've seen, I've noticed a lot more muscle definition occurring, and I can tell you, like, I'm certainly not Arnold Schwarzenegger or anything, but doing some resistance training, running about three times a week, I can tell you, like, that I'm in the best shape of my life and feel better than ever, and, and the cool thing about being healthy and living a healthy lifestyle, not only do you, you feel great when you look at yourself in the mirror, like, I swear that, that my brain is just functioning on such a higher level, I can just think so much more clearly. I'm able to, to just like, like my body just is in tip top shape, mind, body, uh, the whole nine yards. So, I mean, if you, not saying you have to count your macros, but take your nutrition seriously, take your fitness seriously, because our lives are, you know, ultimately our goal is to live for about a hundred years or so, maybe give or take a little bit less. So anything we can do to our bodies now to keep it healthy is only going to pay dividends and, you know, ensure that our body is functioning efficiently and in tip top shape to keep us around for a long time. So again, I'm, I'm telling you, don't crash diet. Don't starve yourself. Don't try these fad diets. Don't try hundred dollar a month shakes because they're not going to be sustainable. I mean, you might use them and lose some weight, but as soon as you get off of them or you realize $100 a month for some powder shakes is ridiculous and you stop the subscription, 
you're just going to gain your weight back. So I can tell you my calorie goal every day is about 2,500 calories. I'm five foot, five feet, 10 inches, about 170 pounds right now. And if I want to have ice cream at the end of the day, I can have ice cream at the end of the day. If I want to have a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, I can have a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. If I want to have pasta, can have that. If I want to have just a whole bunch of Count Chocula cereal left over from Halloween, I can have that. So I'm really able to eat what I want to eat. I just have to make choices throughout the day as to what I'm going to eat. And, you know, where, especially snacks, you know, if I get hungry during the day, uh, I have some carrots, you know, I think a serving 85 grams of carrots is roughly like 30 calories. So um, instead of going for like wheat thins or Cheez-Its or something like that, where, you know, that, that would be two more calories than I'm willing to give up at that time. I'll go for the carrots. It fills me up. It, it's, you know, gets my, it has me eating something, which I think is a big mentally, my, I'm realizing that I'm eating something, which is great. Fills me up enough to get me to the next meal and I'm not really blowing my calories uh, while doing so. So your calories are just like a savings account every day. So I have roughly 2,500 calories to use every day. And each time I'm eating something, I'm taking a deposit out of there. So I want to get the most bang for my buck. Uh, So when I make a deposit, I want to make sure that it is as few of calories as it can be and as much protein as it can be. Because for my, um, you know, my size, my gender and all that stuff, I need roughly 200 grams of protein every day. 200 grams of protein, that is a lot. I mean, we, like, the amount of chicken breasts that we eat in this house is ridiculous. Like, every week I'm making five pounds of chicken in the pressure cooker, and then I I shred it in our mixer, and I just dish that out for lunch every day. And I'm eating about, uh, for lunch, about 250 grams of chicken every day for lunch. That gets me, uh, it's about... I think 70 or 80 grams of protein right there. And then I'm getting the rest of my protein through Greek yogurt uh, for breakfast and then for dinner, usually some more chicken or some extra extra lean ground beef. Um, some of the other things I also eat, but very rarely, like pork. Pork is a little fattier than I, for my taste. And I mean, I love the taste of it, but I it's a lot, it's more fatty and calorie dense than chicken and ground beef are. Um, some of the other things, well, pasta, I eat very little of, uh, we eat a lot of jasmine rice again. Uh, you know, if you compare pasta, traditional noodles to jasmine rice, you get more quantity with the jasmine rice compared to elbow noodles or linguine noodles or something like that. And, um, You know, something else that I now eat a lot of that I've never eaten a lot of before are vegetables like broccoli, just eating tons and tons of broccoli, cauliflower. Um, Well, really, those are the two big ones. Absolute lot of broccoli. Uh, We have this Pampered Chef uh, microwavable steamer contraption where you dump your broccoli in, put some water in there and put in the microwave for like five minutes and it steams your vegetables. So eat a ton of broccoli. Broccoli is super good for you if you can stand the taste. A lot of people can't stand the taste. I'm fortunate that I actually enjoy eating broccoli. It has a lot of iron, has a little bit of protein in it, and is very, very filling. Um, I think it has a good amount of fiber too. So broccoli is like my best friend. Cauliflower, same thing. Um, You know, very few calories for the amount of food 
they're able to eat with it. But um, yeah, like protein, 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 all that chicken, just eating ground chicken, like all day, all night, I would eat ground chicken even for breakfast. If like I'm super hungry or something, I will, I will eat chicken breast, shredded chicken breast for breakfast. Kind of weird. My wife looks at me like I'm an idiot, which I very well might be, but uh, it, it's just a way to get all that protein. Protein is so absolutely important for your body, for muscle growth, and I, and I think just for to keep you healthy in general. So, I mean, I was very nervous about starting the macro counting because I thought there was no way that I'd be able to keep up with it. But if there's something that I've learned from, you know, even being an athlete in middle school, high school up until today is to be being disciplined in something usually affects long-term um, success. So again, like this, this whole macro counting thing, if you want to lose weight like overnight, really, really quickly, this is not going to be for you. This was like five months of weighing my meals and watching what I eat. And I can tell you, I've had plenty of cheat meals in there. It's not like you, you can't afford to take a cheat meal every once in a while, but I mean, five months and just like, you know, a pound or two every, every week or something like that. And then, you know, a whole bunch of weeks later to hear where we are today. I mean, I've, I've lost another 15 pounds from July. So it is a, it is a marathon. It's not a sprint, but, uh, the awesome part about it being a marathon is that if you just keep running the marathon, this is something that's going to change your life. Really, really change your life. Like I said, I feel better than I have ever felt in my life before. I'm in better shape than I've ever been in my life before. And quite honestly, I see old pictures of myself, you know, at 200, 210 pounds. And I just look so fat and I'm repulsed by it because I just, I was making so many terribly unhealthy decisions and I just don't know how I let myself get there. So if you're listening to this podcast and you know, you're a little embarrassed, you're a little upset with where you are when you look in the mirror, if you just have some weight that, you know, you just, it's hard to take the first step. I'm here to tell you that you're not alone. There are tons and tons of people out there like you and you just have to take the first step and then you just have to take another small step after that. You just have to get the ball in motion. Overnight dieting is not going to work. It's not going to give you what you want. You may feel good, you know, week to week, but you're going to look back in a couple months and you'll realize that you did not get anywhere. So something like this, macro counting, calorie counting, call it what you want, um, something that's really going to change your life. And if you're in it for the long game, like, uh, you know, the High Hopes Initiative is all about, all about these short-term sacrifices for long-term gains. I think this is something that will be great for you. And I think it's something that you will be super happy uh, with the results when you get there at the end. So yeah, I really hope that you enjoyed this episode. Um, you know, it's going to be, I think the episodes are going to be a little bit shorter when I'm doing weekly episodes. So I really like doing a half hour because that seems to be the average commute to and from work for people. But uh, just to keep it fresh and so I'm not droning on too much and and bore you out of your mind, going to stay around probably 20 minutes for these episodes, maybe a little less. But uh, yeah, I hope that you just kind of liked what I had to say about this episode. Would love if you engage with me on LinkedIn. If you had any more questions, I can point you in the direction of some awesome resources for fitness, nutrition. I can even answer some of your basic questions. So again, thank you so much for listening. If you like the podcast, please leave a review. 
in the reviews on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, all the big names in podcast service providers should be on all of them. But again, thank you so much, Ian at High Hopes Initiative. Have an awesome day.